It's estimated that between 7 and 8% of primary and high school students struggle with something called Developmental Language Disorder, or DLD, but a study undertaken at Western Sydney University has proven a new strategy for helping kids to overcome it. Their research utilised musical rhythms to see if it could assist children in processing speech and language, and the results so far look pretty good. To tell us more, I'm joined by the study's co-lead, author and cognitive psychologist, Dr Anna Fiveash. Hi, Anna. Hello, thanks for having me. Great to talk to you. Can you tell us more? I don't think I've come across DLD before. Is that a um, sort of a blanket name for a group of uh, different things, or um, what is it exactly? Yeah, so it's actually a pretty underdiagnosed disorder. So I guess you've probably heard about dyslexia a mm. bit more commonly. Sure. Um, but yeah, developmental language disorder is a diagnosis given um, for children who have trouble kind of understanding and producing language. So they often have trouble with grammar um, and especially kind of complex sentences where you kind of have to understand who did what to who, you know, like when it's not a very direct cause and effect. So um, it's it's... A pretty a lot of different problems within it, um, and often there's links with memory as well. Is it related at all to dyslexia? Um, so- somewhat. I mean, they both have trouble with language, but dyslexia is more related to the reading side um, and kind of swapping letters around and things like that. So they are distinct, but there is some overlap as well. Okay. And why did you suspect that rhythm might be helpful here? So there's a lot of research suggesting that rhythm can be helpful in dyslexia and because it is quite similar and there's some similar problems with language, um, we wanted to look at whether we could use rhythm to help in developmental language disorder as well. And there is a lot of evidence to suggest that children with developmental language disorder do have trouble with timing. Like a, a lot of them have trouble kind of tapping along to something or, or understanding mm. if something's on the beat. Um, so we thought rhythm could really we could use that to help the timing. Okay, we've got a couple of clips here of some um, some pieces of audio that you used in your research. So you've got two pieces here: irregular rhythm and irregular rhythm. So this is what you played to the students. Here's the irregular one first. Okay, pretty. Um, Pretty hard to tap along to that one. And then let's take a listen to the regular rhythm. Okay, sounds like the start of a good song. So what, what did you do with that audio, Anna? How did you conduct the study? So what we did was we had the kids listen to one of these rhythms. Um, so for about 30 seconds, they would just sit and listen carefully. And then as soon as it was finished, we would play them a sentence, um, a, quite a short sentence, and then they would have to repeat it back out loud. And we mm. recorded everything. Um, and then we do that six times. So they listen to one rhythm and then one sentence, repeat, one sentence, repeat. Um, and then we did that many times um, for the regular and irregular rhythms to, to look at their sentence Production. What did you find? Well, we found that across all the kids, so the, the children with developmental language disorder and without, um, they were better at reproducing the sentences after they heard the regular rhythms compared to those irregular rhythms. Were you expecting to find that? 
Yeah, that was that was the idea. So we've had previous research um, showing that kids are better at um, hearing grammatical errors in sentences, but that's just listening to them. So this is the first study that's actually shown that the rhythm can be helpful in producing the sentences. And that's actually one of the kind of core diagnostic criteria for children with developmental language disorder. So the fact that we could kind of tap into this kind of clinical problem means that we could probably use the rhythm to then help um, one of these core deficits in a way, um, getting them to be able to reproduce the sentences more um, carefully. Why does it work? Well, <laughs> that's a big question. But um, there's a lot of connections in the brain between music and language. Um, so the the rhythm itself can kind of, because rhythm is a lot more predictable and organized than speech often, um, it can kind of help train the brain in a way to then, produ- uh, to then process the language signal. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of connections between rhythm and reading and grammar. So there seems to be something happening in the brain where music can really kind of tap into these language areas. Sounds pretty exciting. How might it be used in practice, do you think? Well, this would be really something we're looking to implement. So it could be used within an education space where you could kind of play regular rhythms before learning difficult language tasks or even in speech therapy um, to kind of help with the, the language therapy. You could also play some music as well to kind of boost um, the kid's ability to understand Um, the sentences and what they're trying to do. So I think it can be used in a few different ways and it's good for children both with and without language problems as well. Yeah. Do do they have to be listening pretty closely and pretty intently? Yeah, we have actually found that. um, Not kind of officially but we have noticed that if the if the children are not really paying attention it doesn't work as well um and it does seem to depend a little bit on the child and also their reading age surprisingly <clears throat> so yeah it it does it is important to be listening carefully i think do the benefits persist or is it only with the sentences they try to read directly after listening to that rhythmical music so in the study we just released, um, it was really a short-term effect. So you hear the music and then you're better at reproducing the sentences. But there are lots of other studies showing that music training can really help different aspects of language processing. So I think in the long term, music training can really help language processing more generally. But what we've just shown is that even in the short term, you can find a benefit as well. Yeah, you excited by what you found? Yes, great. Um, we're very excited. We've, we've got a whole program of research looking at the benefits of rhythm. So this is the first time we've actually shown it in production, which is very exciting. So we'll have to see, we kind of want to see what's happening across different children. There's a lot of individual differences. Of course, if the child likes the music, um, how well they can kind of um, move along to the music, all of these things. So we have a lot more to look at. Simon is uh, listening. He's in Invercargill, and he sounds like he's got a good brain on him. He asks, how did the rhythmic music compare to no rhythm at all? Because he he says it could be that the bad rhythm confuses the brain rather than the regular rhythm being any better than nothing at all. 
Yeah, brilliant question. Um, that's a question we get asked a lot, actually. So um, previous studies in my old lab <clears throat> in France showed that there is a benefit of the regular rhythm compared to silence and compared to environmental sounds as well. Um, and, and one way, because, of course, the regular rhythm is more enjoyable in a way. So to make sure it wasn't because of this, we actually ran another study with the same children and we asked them to do like a visual search task. So they had a piece of paper, they had to search um, and circle all of the animals on the on the piece of paper. So we didn't find any difference between the regular and irregular rhythms on this task that had nothing to do with kind of timing or language. Um, and there was no difference between the, the children with developmental language disorder and those without, whereas there was a big difference for the language task. So we think we're pretty safe in that it really is a benefit of the regular rhythm compared to <clears throat> like a, a, a problem with the irregular rhythm. But that's a great question. Inevitably, this sort of research takes a long time to um, be found in, in practice or to, to, to translate into practice. For parents listening today who might have a child who has this DLD, um, any way they can use what you've learnt positively in their own lives, even in a sort of an informal or um, you know, um, ad hoc sort of a way? Yeah, definitely. I mean, music is pretty amazing generally as it has it's kind of motivational it's social it's it's affordable and it's enjoyable right so i think just playing music around the house um can be really helpful if there's something um the child really needs to learn related to language they could try to play some regular rhythms just before learning um, the language task, it could be a good idea. But I think generally music training, having music around the house, dancing, kind of moving along to music, these are all really great things. Um, and even if it doesn't directly help with the language, it, it helps with everything else as well. So I think it's a great tool to use. Yeah, Great. Owen's listening. He thought that your um, regular rhythm sounded a bit like to, uh, a bit like the ZZ Top song, Give Me All Your Lovin'. Um, any particular music you're recommending as more therapeutic than others? <laughs> That's great. Um, so we had rhythms that were kind of, you wanted to tap along two times per second, which is oh, yeah. about 120 beats per minute. Okay. Um, but I think generally around that range is, is helpful. Um, we, we did another study to see if like faster or slower rhythms did the same thing, um, and they did. So. Anything that's enjoyable that you're kind of having fun with that's rewarding, I think is great. Well, I've just looked up Give Me All Your Lovin' and it is an exact tempo of 120 beats per minute. Yeah, it's great. It's a pretty common tempo and it's actually one of the most preferred tempo tempi as well. So it's um it's a pretty good one, I think. So I think you should definitely listen to that song. <laughs> good stuff. Nice to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time today. Thanks a lot. Bye. Dr. Anna Fivash on a breakthrough uh, working with children who have developmental language disorder using rhythmic uh, music or rhythmic drumbeat. Uh, they can see an improvement in the way they read sentences.